right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. We are live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, I come to you guys, come to you guys on a somber note tonight. Um, <laughs> no, listen, man, it's, it's, it's surviving the Knicks, all right? Episode 12. Yeah, right? baby. Got my brothers in the building. Let's give it up. Let's give it up real quick. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man. You know what I'm saying? Got to do what we got to do. But, you know, tonight... Yeah. We got we got the brothers. We got we got my brother Ed Dollars in the building. What's going on, Ed? What's up, guys? Man, you know I'm like tore up inside, bro. I can't, you know, I can't. I'm somber. <laughs> I'm like somber, you. bro. I hear can't you. Do anything about it? You look like you're in mourning right now, man. It's <laughs> all right, though. We are gonna get through it. We are gonna get through it. All right. Wall Street. Wall Street hack in the building. All right. Found a I'm new toy to play with. You got the backgrounds now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm downloading them as we go. There we go. Let's, go. Let's do it. Let's do it. And 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 fellow fellow Bronx native, Coach B in the building. Man, these Hollywood Knicks here, man. Hollywood Knicks. <laughs> Hollywood Knicks. Oh man, let me tell you, Hollywood Knicks. I think I think you might have called it. So. If if you if you weren't watching tonight, the Knicks got handed a, a bit of a defeat. Um, it was one eleven ninety eight. Um, gut punch in the first quarter, and it was all uphill from there. It was all downhill rather. Um, they, they they were fighting a losing battle. I mean, they won quarters two and three, but it was never enough. Indiana closed them out. Um, RJ looked. Shot the didn't shoot well tonight. The team didn't shoot well in general. Shot forty one percent. They shot twenty percent from three pointer three point land. Um, it, you know it, it. But the first quarter, I think, told the story. But you know, let's hear it from let's hear it from the fellas, coach. What what are your thoughts on this? On on you can even talk about the last two games because they haven't looked good, like you said, since they beat the Bulls. So. Oh um, man, so on the last on the previous two wins right before this little two-game losing streak, Julius Randle was passing the ball extremely well. You know, he wasn't um finishing or shooting at a great percentage like we wanted to, but like the ball was moving fairly well. Um these last two games, they just look lackadaisical. Uh Julius Randle went off in the first quarter against Toronto and disappeared the rest of the way. It's this whole game against Indiana. I think Tibbs never made any adjustments, man. He keeps running the same lineups and like it's boring. And more importantly, it's not playing to the matchup. Like, At all. We're playing against athletic bigs, you know. Um Miles Turner and Sabonis, like just they contest everything, making it very difficult. And we never made that adjustment. And Toronto just had a lot of length that it took away those, you know, those um handoffs and those um quick turn the corners off the um, pick and roll that we just couldn't get a lob. Like Mitchell Robinson missed like three dunk opportunities on, on Monday. So coming off those wins, I, I think we lost focus and we stopped trusting each other. So we just got real lazy and like, I don't, I don't like how we look at the moment. Obi definitely needs to play more because he brings a lot of energy, even though, you know, he does have his mistakes. Like Tim's got to let him play through it because he's our, most gifted offensive option off the bench. You know, like, yes, there are scorers, but like Obi, you know, he has the length, 
you know, he has the speed, he has the shooting ability, and he has the hops to, like, just do so much more. And you just got to give him more room as far as trying to get stops. In this NBA, like, we're scoring. I think we're top two, top three in the league in scoring. So we got to keep punching rather than try to go with a defensive lineup and trying to turn this game into a defensive game and mix up the rotation a little bit. Like, you play Derrick Rose in the fourth quarter um, late in the game against the Celtics, and, like, that worked. So, like, against different matchups, try playing Derrick Rose late in the fourth quarter instead of having that same routine that you got that obviously isn't working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, you know, I guess we'll get into – we'll jump into Tibbs later because I I think it's the same old narrative. (laughs) He's not making – he – I don't know what – you know, I don't know. I have no idea. But (laughs) Wall Street, (laughs) where we at, brother? What are your thoughts? I feel feel like this team kind of like is right now, especially it's kind of like ebbing and flowing with Julius Randle. It's like if Julius Randle doesn't have a good game, everybody else kind of struggles. I don't know what, what, but, um, you know, but he's definitely, he he definitely struggled tonight. He struggled um, against Toronto. Uh, The line, I think, I think his line against Toronto looks a little better than what he actually played. Um, But, um, I'm still excited, man. To be honest, man, I'm still excited. I wish we had a little bit more defense at the one spot. Um, that 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 drop off that we made from you know top ranked defensive team to to down in the bottom, it really you know it really affected us tonight. Um, when I look at tonight's game, Indiana shot extremely well. They shot the lights out. I kept on thinking to myself, man. If this is Indiana's game, I wouldn't mind seeing them in the playoffs, you know, because they're not going to shoot like this every single night. Julius isn't going to shoot like this every single night. But, yeah, man, I love Levert. He had a great game. And, um, you know, we're a little bit wobbly. We're not playing really, We're not really playing defense. We're not getting out on the shooter. Um, I thought that in the first few games we were getting out on the shooters, and tonight there was, like, a lot of open shots. But we'll get there, you know. It's important to contest shots. You're not, you're not going to block a lot of three-point shots. Reach. But you got to get your hands up. You got to bother it. You got to rush the shot. It's all mechanics. So if you could just get them to rush the shot a little bit, you know, that's going to that that's gonna always negatively affect a shooter's shooting percentage when you get the hand up. So today we had a lot of set shots, and that's not going to happen every night. Um, uh, the guys are going to continue to close out and get there. Um, Kimball Walker defensively I've been watching him you know what he's undersized but he's fast and he gets there and he's 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 able to bother shots I thought that he's that that he he did great at staying attached when you playing against somebody that's that's bigger than you and weighs more than you you gotta stay attached because you're not gonna block the shot so you have to bother everything and uh, he does a real good job at using his quickness to, to stay on the ball and contest the shots. And tonight we didn't do that in against Toronto. We didn't do that. Indiana's not going to shoot the lights out all the time. I actually, watching today's game um, with this loss, I was like, man, I wouldn't mind facing these guys in the playoffs. But, you know, that Orlando loss is going to loom big. The Toronto loss is going to loom big. The East is a little tougher this year. Um, you know, little Lamelo Ball is about to go off on Steph Curry tonight and put a shockwave through the whole league. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that would be dope. That would be dope if he gets him a couple of times. You know, that would be dope. But um, but yeah, man, I'm not I'm not down on the Knicks, man. I still feel good. Quickly's gonna play better. Obi's gonna play better. Um, Alec Burks is a glue guy in our bench, and he's gonna continue to you know help help lead our bench. Our bench played well today. This game was almost taken back by our bench the starters got got demolished 
and the bench fought really hard to keep us in it. And you know what? They even lost it too. So the bench kind of kept us in the game, but then they let it go. So I like that learning experience for the bench. That's growth. You know, if you beat a team by 20, there's no tape. Tonight, the Knicks could go home and there's going to be plenty of tape, you know, so they could look at their mistakes and go forward. But yeah, let's go. Good game. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So, Ed Dallas, man. Let, let, let's go, brother. What's no up, cursing. man? No I cursing. Don't share, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't share Hector's exuberance. You know, uh, <laughs> bottom, line, bottom line is last week we asked if the Knicks were a powerhouse. Uh, no, they're not a powerhouse. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I know, man. I was the number one powerhouse guy, too. Listen, I'm it like, was a damn, moment. yo. It was a moment. It was a moment. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of thoughts, a lot of thoughts basically in the last four games since we, we last met. You know, we went two and two. Um, but down the stretch, we played poorly in most of those games, right? The 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 for Chicago, we were killing them for the first three quarters, and then they, they had a fierce comeback, which led to a resurgence by RJ and blocking and, and, and de- defending the Rosen shot, you know. Um, but there's like a, a common theme in, in all these four games. Basically, uh, RJ's kind of stepping up and Randall is stepping back, but still taking the reins of the offense. And not today, but in the last two games, you know, in, in, in the Raptors game, which we lost, he uh, he was amazing in that first quarter. He had 18 first quarter points and therefore and there, thereafter he disappeared. And he's still forced to action. He was still bringing up the ball. He had like multiple turnovers. I mean, we lost the game because of Randall last game, bottom line. And the Pelicans, they, they didn't have anyone. They, Brandon, uh, you know, Brandon was out. Uh, they had all the, all the guys that are trying to make it. And they just played harder than us. In today's game, you know, we got blitzed. And, you know, you guys basically mentioned it. Let me summarize it. Today we lost because of Tibbs. You know, I know you, you wanted to reserve – the tips talk for later. I can't, man. You know, you you, you got to read the scouting report. All right. <laughs> they got Miles Turner and they got the other big guy. Right. Miles Turner is, you know, basically Carlisle was saying, hey, you know what? We're going to we're going to Mitch is going to stay in the paint. Noel's going to stay in the paint. So let's bring the fight outside the paint. Let's have Miles shoot his career high in threes. Let's yeah. keep on shooting and shooting and shooting. At that point, Tibbs needs to make the adjustment, man. Go small, you know. You know, go small. They, you know, Miles Turner in the first quarter had four, three threes. And Mitch at no point was anywhere. In, he was open in every possible scenario. Three. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I just, and then we don't read the scouting report. Uh, you know, Julius is having a hard time the last four games. Yet, these two big guys, Sabonis and Miles, are the number one shot blocking duo in the NBA. So you know what I'm gonna do if I'm them? Oh, as of right if I'm now, Julius, I'm yeah. gonna try to take it to the paint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna take it to the paint. You know how many times those guys got blocked? You can't take it to the paint with these two guys. Yeah. RJ, you can't take it to the paint with these two guys. Step back. Let's get some mid fl- uh, mid mid range going. Yeah. Come on, let's reverse the ball. Mm-hmm. Kemba was terrible today. My God, like Kemba's terrible. Yeah, I, I, I love when it says Kemba's terrible, man. Like, come on, come on. Come I mean, on, I mean, man. so so Tibbs like, messed up. Go down know. the line. Like. You guys mentioned it earlier. 
the Hector mentioned it, you know, the, 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 the starters had a net negative uh, rating today and yet they played the most while the subs brought the, the game back to life. They even brought it down to three at one point. And what happened? Tibbs was eager to take him out. Obi played what? 11 minutes. Yeah, Obi was the, the best player on the court for like a good five minutes. minutes. Rose played 20 minutes versus Randall playing 37 minutes, shooting six for 16. Yes, Randall gobbles up rebounds. But you know what? He was making mistake after mistake after mistake. I mean, how many turnovers did, did Randall have? Three. He had three turnovers. Critical moments. RJ played well. There's, you know, there's like a, there's an external battle going on. I'm not going to say internal because I think they like each other. There's an external battle. If you watch the game, RJ's trying to take over. You know, yeah. RJ's literally taking over the Knicks. Yeah. And at points in the game, he is the go-to guy. And I feel like Julius doesn't want that to happen. And the last four games, there's like this convergence of yeah. personalities coming around. And Julius is fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. And it's showing up in the stats. He's not doing well offensively because he's rushing his shot. He's doing off-balance shots. Maybe yeah. those shots went in last year. They're not going in this year. But at the same time, I can't, you know, I can't front. He's gobbling up rebounds. He's got, you know, a lot of assists. Work on your strengths, Julius. Yeah. Help us win. You know, right. give the ball to RJ. Step out the way. You know, what Julius does is he passes it to RJ, and he immediately gets into the passing lane. So RJ has to pass it right back to Julius. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very disappointed in the last four games. Uh, yes, we won against the Bulls the last second. We were up by 15 points. Mm -hmm. a, a last second shot that could have went either way. You know, against the Pelicans, they play harder than us, man. And we beat them because we have more talent. Yeah. Raptors, they beat us from the get-go. OG Ananobi was killing us. Was was killing whoever Boy. he was guarding. And killing our, uh, yeah. Julius in particular. Mm -hmm. And today... The coaches won. Carlisle beat Tibbs because he was like, the centers are not going to move, right? And there's one particular stat. Last year, we had, on defense, we had the highest defensive rating on the corner threes. Mm. That's where they were killing us from, the corner threes today. Because we kept on collapsing to the paint and leaving the corner guys open, and those guys continuously, continuously burned us. Let me let me it, let me, it, it, let me tell you let me tell you where that came from, right? So last year, Nerlens Noel able to get out there. Now that they're both trading on minutes, um, Nerlens Noel, Mitchell Robinson. Now, right, not only Mitch Robinson doesn't get out there, but he doesn't space the floor. So we're putting someone else in in Nerlens Noel, who else doesn't space the floor? So on offense, it hurts us, and on defense, it hurts us when Mitchell Robinson is in when he can't um get out to uh, to the three point shooters. And can I interject? We also have. More, we also have a guard that can't defend. So your center is going to be more inclined to be covering the paint. If you got somebody out there, if you got a one that could guard a one, then the center could be like, listen, I'm going to let my man play on an island. But when you got Kimba out there, you can't let him be on an island because he's just going to get fouls and he's going to get bullied. So your center keeps one foot in the paint and, and that's all you need now is another center to, to, to shoot. So Alec Burks got to play the point if we if we want defense at the point. Alec Burks. The weird thing is with all this rim protection, they still let Lavert get into the paint anytime you wanted to get in the paint. 
Like who was who was like you know yeah. like where was Mitch when Levert was in the paint? He was like two three feet Again. away from the, the paint it's, at any moment today. It's still it's still different because when you have a guard that could at, at least slow the guard down, so now you got a guard that's beating Kimba to death and getting a free pass to the lane. Now it's hard to defend when you got a guard that could guard even if he gets into the lane. The defender's going to be attached. That's going to slow him down. Now you got a little double team situation going on. There's no double teams. It's yeah. just, it's just, it's all collapsing because there's no defense in the perimeter. What, what, what happened what, to RJ yeah. from the first three games, man? That's, what, what that's just one position. When when you when you're yeah. a coach and you got one position that could really defend, you make sure whoever he's defending, you tell him, listen, go stand as far in the corner as you can. That pulls RJ out of the game. Yeah, nah, RJ I mean, ultimately, ultimately, the only things I can take away from the last four games is RJ's resurgence. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's playing like a man possessed. Even today, like, he started taking bad shots in the last three minutes. But prior to that, he was eight for 16. And then he started chucking up some shots to try to get it, get, yeah. get back into rhythm. But RJ looks good, man. He's starting to use, use his body. He's going to the paint. He's using his left hand. Yeah. You know, I feel like sometimes guys are in the way and he can't do exactly what he wants to do. Spread it out, you know, let, let him cook. The Knicks need to work on that. Um, but I'm encouraged with RJ's development, and I like it. Even today, I liked it. You know, he's playing hard D. He, he's, he's getting to the, the paint. He's, he's making his shots. I'm, I'm happy. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm looking, at, looking at the Knicks this year. Last year, OJ, OG and Anubi would not have scorched the Knicks last year like he did this year. Um, there's things that we, there's things that the Knicks have gotten away from, and there's they they've lost. They, last year they were too strong on the defensive end and didn't yes. have enough power, not, not enough offense. Mm-hmm. This year, I watched quickly get into the lane, get then drive back to the wing. To, to create, to, to do something. And then luckily he dished it off to RJ who, who caught the dunk. But I was like, what are you doing? Like you, you get in the lane, like get your bucket real quick. It, it's the philosophy has gotten away from the, 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 the bread and butter. It's got, you, you, you can never go away from what you won with. What you do is you build on top of what you won with and you try to find balance. And they, they're right now, they look a little, they look a little, uh, they look like a little one-sided. I mean, the Indiana Pacers, good teams beat the bad teams. And the, the Indiana Pacers came into this game two and six, okay? Should have been, should have been a win had they stuck to what they won with. But right now, it's, it's I don't know. You know what I mean? And it, it, this doesn't mean, listen, losing these last two games it's it's you know you got to get through these games. These are learn yeah. these are stepping stones, but they but you get you better get it quick because you know next game you lose you five and four now you're in the middle of the pack. We got the Bucks next, so we lost yeah. that game. Ah, uh, that's not. Uh, I mean, you gotta <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout, shout out to Ed shout out to Ed. But um, let's go let's go on to let's go on to the second segment because. I kind of feel like the second segment has kind of evolved into something. But let's let's go with the original second segment. And then I got a follow-up question oh, for boy. you guys. So the second segment, as we had before, 
was we're going to talk about the emergence of RJ, who has who has started to blossom before our eyes. You know, there's the the young the young man Rumble. He start he started kicking into the next gear a little bit. Um, is is he is he kind of, has he turned the corner? Do you guys feel like he's made the strides to reach the potential that he's gotten to, or do you feel like it's just like it's still not time yet? It's still still not enough time. Um, and let's start with you, brother. What are your thoughts? Do you think you think RJ has kind of turned the corner? We saw it the last couple of games. I mean, he was the reason why we won. He's definitely Chicago. the reason why we won at Pelicans. He had 35 big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, last game, it was a loss against the Raptors. He scored 27 points, and today he had 23 points. I mean, beyond the points, he's scoring your best man. Mm-hmm. He's uh, uh, extremely efficient by the three-point line prior to today's game. He was shooting 40%. There's a stat that says, you know, uh, RJ is shooting 78% at the rim and 55% using a corner three and 40% from three point uh, overall, the only other player in the NBA that's shooting more than 75% from the restricted area and 40% from the three is the MVP, you know, uh, Nicola, Nicola from the Denver mm-hmm. Nuggets. So uh, there you go. I mean, those are serious stats. I mean, I think that, as I mentioned in my, in the last segment, you know, right before our eyes, we're seeing, the changing of the guard, you know what I'm saying? And um, and it makes sense, to tell you the truth. You know, Julius is a post player. Uh, Julius will always get the rebounds. He'll get the ball when we need it. But at the same time, we got to generate offense. Last year, there was no offensive rhythm whatsoever. And the only fulcrum of offensive talent we had was Julius. And Julius was, you know, trying to play himself not out of the not out of the Knicks. He, was, he wanted to play for the Knicks. This year, for whatever reason, he's stumbling out the, the gate. His three-point percentage is, is down. And RJ wasn't playing great the first couple of games. But lately, he's you could see it watching the game. He, he figured it out. He's learning, he's learning how to balance himself between passer, defender, and offensive uh, scorer. You know, uh, um, the, 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 the uh, broadcasters were talking about it in the first half of the game. He's becoming a second half player. He stepped, he stepped it up. He scored 12 points in the third quarter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when he scored 35 points the other day, he had like 18 in one quarter. So uh, um, I definitely think that before our eyes, we're seeing something, you know, whether that something is an all-star, an all-NBA, uh, above average player, I, I don't know. Um, but I can definitely see him averaging over 20 this year. And he's going to continue to guard the best player. So I'm loving every second of it. Again, Tibbs has to work on the offensive schemes to get him to – I feel like his shots, he creates those shots. They're not part of the offensive flow. And I think it's time for him to be a part of the offensive flow. I think Julius has to take a a back seat, which is not a bad thing. He can still – you know, he got paid. He can still average what he's trying to average, and he can still be – you know, one of the most dominant players in the NBA, but give my man, give, you know, once you pass off, come on, like, you know, set some picks, you know, move out, the, move out the way, let's get them cooking and stuff. So uh, I'm very pleased about that. I, I like it. I love it. Gotcha. Uh, so real quick, um, Daniel, shout out to, to Clearview. 
Shout out to Clearview. Clearview said RJ has definitely turned the corner. His demeanor, lack of hesitation, his attack. He's fearless and he's worked on his mm -hmm. game. It's showing. Um, he also followed that up saying he, he thinks we'll definitely beat the Nick, beat the Bucks. Um, the Knicks are usually up for the big games. <laughs> um, and big task at hand, Ed said, facts, well said. Coach. I mean, one of the biggest one of the biggest differences from this year to last year is RJ's finishing, right? And the fact that he's starting to hit the mid-range jumper. He hit a couple mid-range jumpers today. Um, and I think if he continues to develop those two skills, you know, that's going to add a lot of points to, to, to his, his portfolio. Definitely. Coach, what's your thoughts on RJ, brother? It's, it's tough because I think, like, in those first few games when, you know, it wasn't his best, the team looked a lot better. You know, the energy was different. Mm. Now, coming into him, you know, stepping into the light a little bit, which I love, like, uh, the body language of the team looks off, man. Um. Well, let, I mean, let's focus on let's focus on RJ. I mean, a good about, leader, you know, oh. plays his plays his tail off and is um vocal. So I, yeah. I want him to be more vocal, you know, and like rally the troops as far as like things that happen. Like as far, even with making mistakes, you know, if it's yeah. not his mistake, like being more vocal on that end. But um, definitely like putting the ball in the hole. Like these pat this last few games, he showed that you know he wants to carry more. And like coming into from the end of last season, you know, those last regular season games, he played well in, in those fourth quarters, you know, finishing, taking contact, you know, like um, Wall Street has mentioned before. So like, I'm happy to see where, where, where he's growing. But uh, as far as what he's doing for the team, you know, I think we need about another 10, 12 more games before we could decide whether it's a, a right fit or, you know, as always, Tibbs needs to make some adjustments, which is usually always the first case. But <laughs> for RJ, the athlete, you know, what he's doing right now, I'm happy to see him doing well. You know, I, I preached for him to get 20 shots all of last season. So to see it now and to see how it's leading to so much success for him, hopefully it translates to better team outcomes going forward. Okay. So the reason why they got uh, bad body language is because of Julius. Oh, man. Oh, shooting six for 16, shooting three for 13, being with his head man. down, turning the ball all you over the place. Him, you him, you <laughs> Come on, man. Yo, yeah. if I'm tips, guess what? I would bench Julius and I would put OB in there for like 20 Preach. minutes. I get it, but like, come on, man. We got to wait. Julius got some bad body language. It's not everybody, it's Julius. Fellas. More Obi. Wall Street. What are your thoughts, man? Is, is RJ is he on his way to superstardom or is he? Is you, he is, you, I like I like I like what Coach said about about being a vocal leader, and I was just thinking about like, damn, like, cause you you you're not gonna be a vocal leader when you're a young guy. You ain't gonna be yelling at no at no vets, right? No. But you know, when 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 you growing as an all star dude like RJ might be, you know, it gets to that it gets to that point eventually where you're like, yo. This is my team now, and um, you better get your shit together. I will, I will bark, I will bark at you in front of thirty thousand people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ad grabbed Dwight Howard up the other day. He was like, "Yo, he grabbed him up." That's not cool though. Like, no, no, that's something that the other a. That's something that a vet will do. Listen, that's something that a vet will do. And I, I can't even when 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 coach said vocal leader, it's like you can't even imagine like 
RJ, like, yo, yelling at somebody, like, yo, get back. Like, so, but that's what you got to do. I think one of the most, the greatest, uh, the greatest uh, vocal leader on the court, I think for me all time was Kevin Garnett. You ever want to see how to talk on the court? Watch Kevin Garnett. And let me tell you, I play basketball. I love to talk on the court. Bro. I'm always screaming out something. I'm always trying to get somebody somewhere. I'm always, you know, yelling out for picks. Not even for me. I'm like, yo, go pick him. Go get him. Go go spin this. Get back, get back. I got you. Let's switch. Let's switch, 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 switch. You know, so, so yeah, man, if, if RJ is going to grow as a player, you know, at some point he gotta, he's going to have to say, listen, this is my team. And when you say this is my team, you're going to prove it with your play. But when people get out of line, you know, you got to let them know. LeBron is a great vocal leader. There's a lot of great vocal, a lot of the greats. You, you Listen, when you played with Michael Jordan and Kobe, if you made a mistake, bro, you were probably going to go home crying that day. And I respect that brand of basketball. I would love to see RJ yelling at somebody. That would be beautiful. But, yeah, man, RJ's doing great. And one, 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 I just want to say one more thing to Ed. All right, check this out. <laughs> check this out, bro. Um, I think I think that Julius could play at the level that he played at last year, even with all this firepower around him. Right. It's going to be it's going to look a little bit different. But check this out. You a team to me is most dangerous when their best player is not playing well. I used to remember watching games where it would be like the Lakers. Right. And Kobe coming into the fourth quarter got nine points and the Lakers are up by three. Bro, that game is over because Kobe's going to finish off getting his. He's going to get his. Yo, eventually, not Kobe eventually, Bryant. eventually, eventually. Julius yeah, Randle's yeah, not but Kobe he worked Bryant. under him. Hey, but listen, but he worked under him. He worked under him, and Kobe respected his game. And and last year, last year, Julius' performance, that was a lot of mama mentality in that in that game last year because last year, multiple points in the, in, in the season, at the garden with all those people yelling, he went down the court and said, all right, this is my team, you know? And he went and he took the ball and he did what he had to do. Right now, he's not playing his best, but this is Julius Randle's worst. This this is him at his worst. And we five and three, you know? So I take that, you know, because he's going to play better. And when he starts playing better, he's going to catch up to the rest of us. So I'm just throwing that out there. You know, I always I always feared a team that was doing well when their worst, when their best player is playing bad because yeah. now you're kind of leading from behind. It's a beautiful thing. Now all the role players, all the role players are the ones that are kicking your butt. And you don't, you don't, you don't prepare for that. You prepare for the all-star on the team. You don't prepare for the other 12 guys. Now that all-star is not playing well, but we're playing well. So when that all-star catches up to the rest of the team, we're just going to be that much better. Okay. So fellas, all right. Yeah, yeah, talk to your shit. I hear ya. So real quick, <laughs> um, big task ahead said RJ gets to his spots better and has very good footwork. Um, Clearview had some harsh words for you, Coach B. He said, why they lost when you showed up to the garden, bro? Yes, I said that too. <laughs> I said that too. Um, um, on the and- floor with my team. <laughs> the game yeah, uh, oh, oh, and- Coach B is trying to get shout outs from RJ. RJ is like <laughs> blowing him off. And, Yo, and exactly. there you, there you, RJ, you're going to go my 
a whole interview, man, a group meeting. Oh, it's like whatever, yo, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Clearview, you said, Clearview said bars at Wall Street. The Wall Street, <laughs> but but Big Task and Ed also said, but they play different. Randu is not Kobe, so <laughs> I mean, ah, he ain't Kobe, but he said, "Hey, but yo, hey, listen, he worked, yo, he worked under him." That He's that Kobe, that greatness, Kobe, that greatness, it rubs off, it rubs off. He ain't never gonna be Kobe, but yo, he saw it, he saw, it. he was right there, and he saw it. He's gonna be able to mimic some of it. He Randall's did it last Orton. year. Randall's Orton. Yo, read hey, hey, everybody. Orton. Everybody out there, read Mamba Mentality. It's a great book. I hear you. Well, so I put a poll up on YouTube, right? And I put, have the Knicks, have have the Knicks gone Hollywood? And right now it's 50-50. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, do we when they when they got the five and one, do you feel like all of a sudden everybody's like Everybody in the Knicks is like, uh, coach. I feel like, I feel like the battle for the man, you know, like it's a thing now, you know, Mm -hmm. Julius Randle being the clear cut man, like is not it. And like, more importantly, the battle for the fourth quarter lineup needs to become a thing tips because, you know, um, Fournier got hot late in the um, Celtics game, you know, RJ had his game, Kimber had his game. Um, Derrick Rose, you know, I think for his, um, where he's at in the league, like he, he'll be better as a closing lineup guard, but just because he's so tall, but like then trying to make minutes for quickly in the fourth quarter, I don't think that's a good fit. And like, whoever's going to be the man in the fourth quarter, it has to be consistent. So I'm voting for RJ to be the man in the fourth quarter. Um, Kimber get his shots off first, Julius Randle second, third in the early fourth quarter. But like those last six minutes, like let RJ have the the room to create because he'll definitely, okay. I think, has the best chance of finding guys or making the right play. As far as Julius taking an ill-advised step back and taking three in a row, trying to get a good <laughs> in the game. Ed. Passing it to you on the stands. Ed. Ed. Next <laughs> guy, Hollywood. I don't know if they got Hollywood, but, you know, but yeah, they probably did get Hollywood, man. They they shot the first five minutes of the game. All I saw was threes shooting. You know, they were just shooting threes. They shot eight threes in like two minutes. Um, <laughs> does that mean that they're Hollywood? I don't know if that they're Hollywood yet. But at the same time, we needed to beat the Raptors. The Raptors were without like their star players, and we didn't. We didn't. You know, we had them. You know, in the first half, and they took it from us in the third quarter. These guys. Today, they took it from us in the first quarter. We didn't lead once in, throughout this entire game. It was 12-0. This guy calls a timeout. You know, we couldn't we couldn't shrink the lead. When the bench came in and we drove it past to, to, to three, we let go of the rope. Um, are they Hollywood? I don't know, but maybe they're reading their own press clippings. Maybe because they're, you know, number one, number one in three point made offensive ratings and things like that. Maybe they're, they're thinking, OK, maybe I should shoot, be shooting more threes. Um, their defense has slipped considerably. You know, as I mentioned last week, they're middle of the pack defensively, their top five offensively. But, you know, what matters now is um, net rating, how much you score versus how much you give up. 
And their net rating ever since we talked about that last week has been dropping like a rock in a in in the pond. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So you know they're, they're they're scoring a lot of points, but they're giving a lot of points, and it's 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 concerning to me. And then you have this issue with the battle of the man. I like that. I'm gonna be using that the whole year. The battle of the man <laughs> and this internal conflict between Julius and RJ. And it's not like Julius doesn't like RJ. They like each other. They play off of each other. It's that Julius wants to be the Knicks. He wants the ball in his hands. That's why he continues to bring up the ball. That's why when he caught the ball, he caught it at the three-point line every single time just to go back in the post. <laughs> just to go back in the post, he caught it at the three-point line. Uh, wasting like seven, eight seconds doing so. You can't do that, man. They don't, they don't play with any pick and rolls. The only pick and rolls is between Obi and, and Derrick Rose, which is a beautiful pick and roll where Obi did a nice little little uh, jelly layup. And, yeah, Obi and, more and, 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 yeah, and <laughs> RJ and Mitch. But the rest of them, no kind, no kind of offensive action. A lot of ISO play. And then this, this, this battle between the battle of the, of the man between RJ and, 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 and Randall, where Randall wants to take the shot. And he's dying to make the buckets. He wants to be the guy that puts them over the edge. And then they're not doing that. So, you know, do they think, are they a Hollywood? If you add all those components up in a formula, I don't know, man. I don't know what you get. And then you got Tibbs who, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I coach, I coach, I coach fourth grade and, and, second, and, and second grade soccer. And I got like a little script. And I don't change the script because it's hard to change the script. <laughs> This guy's a professional coach. You got to be able to change the script. Once Miles Turner is shooting all those threes, call a timeout. Mitch, can you defend or I'm taking you out? You know, for once, put like another smaller player. Put Alex Burks in there. Put like Grimes in there. Let's play small ball. Have uh, Randall play the center. Or have Mitch defend Sabonis instead of Turner. Like that was a simple one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Reach. I think it's just, it's not Hollywood, it's being dummywood, you know? They, they're coming out of dummywood land. And, you know, being 5-1 and one and then losing the last two, I'm a critical Nick fan. That's what makes us the Nick fans, you know what I'm saying? Like, we take losses hard, and we take wins, you know, harder. You know what I'm saying? And these last two losses, I feel like, you know, they flipped the script in a bad way, and I don't want this to continue. Right. I hear you. You know, fellas, well, it hasn't even... It hasn't even even been ten games yet, and I feel like we've seen the the best, and we're dwindling towards the worst case scenarios. <laughs> Surviving the Knicks, man. That's what we are. That's what we all about. Surviving Wall Street. Knicks got Hollywood. Hit Knicks got Hollywood, man. The Knicks. Um, Emmanuel quickly and Mitch Robinson are Hollywood. I think that's it. You know, Mitch Robinson, like you know, taking pictures and with his cars and stuff like that. But um, yeah, man. Nah, I don't. You see that guy behind me? I don't think that's Hollywood. If it is Hollywood, then then it's a it's a horror movie, and that's what we want, <laughs> you know. And, and 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 it's it's funny to hear you guys begging for defense. It's almost like y'all asking for Alfred Payton back. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's actually listen. I was waiting for you listen, to say that name. I'm actually I'm actually loving this. I'm loving this. I'm loving you guys. Cry about. Yeah, the 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 shooters not hitting shots. How many points Kimball Walker had tonight? I'll tell, Let me tell you four. something. The shooter, four. the shooter is the <laughs> easiest player to get out of his game. 
He has one trick in his bag, and it's the jump shot. You know, the other day I was playing ball. The other day I was playing ball, and I and I jammed. I jammed my ring finger. It looks I couldn't funny. shoot for the rest of the night. But guess what? I did other things. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there was a saying that I heard the other oh, day, that's and right. I loved it. You, you called the warden on Monday, right? That's yeah, I was the you? warden. I was locking them up. I was the warden. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but check this out. I heard a saying the, uh, the other day, and I loved it. It was like, yo, you got to be able to play well when you're not shooting well. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, are we a little bit more high-flying? Are we a little bit more, you know, with the jump shots and the three-pointers and all of that stuff? Listen, we're a little bit better than we were last year. We're going to win a couple more games. Uh, we're going to be we're, – we're a little tougher than we were last year. But we're going to have games like this because we can't guard. Look at what's happening in Brooklyn. You got some of the best shooters, some of the best offensive basketball players in the world. It's just too easy to score against them. Tonight it was real easy to score against us. But you know what? We are better than, 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 than what we were tonight on defense. And um, again, the Pacers had a great game and it's growing pains. Eddie's going to have a heart attack before the 20th game of the season. <laughs> if it goes like this, listen, yo, bro, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're looking for a little bit of growth. You know, hopefully there's a, there's a free agent somewhere out there, a, a good veteran player that, that we're looking to sign. And, and we're going to continue to grow this community. We're not a, a championship team right now, but it's true what Hex said. The, the discrepancy is too crazy. You know, we went from a powerhouse defensive team to an offensive team. But th this is what happens when you shoot threes like this. You know, Yo, you got to be Miles able to get McBride, to the basket. Man. Where's Miles McBride? Where's Deuce? <laughs> Where's Deuce, man? Listen, we need it. Let, yo. I don't understand how Knox doesn't play now. Like, he's not the best defensive player. The team's not the very defensive. And he can shoot threes, so he should be playing. Oh. You said he's not the best defensive player. Like if he's not the worst defensive player, he's, it's not that is he, he's the worst defensive player at that position that we have, you know what I'm saying? And that's why he's not if playing. If he goes to another team and averages 40, then what? Oh my then God. What? If he gives up 44, then what? Ah, I don't care. <laughs> so fellas, so fellas, listen, so it, so the, 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 the crowd, so Native users said Nick suck. <laughs> uh, uh, on, big, big, big Task at Hand said, yo, they had Turner looking like Larry Bird. <laughs> yo, Turner, <laughs> his high arcing three-point. That, that shot was hitting the, the top of the dome in the stadium. Yo, yo, Turner is a great basketball player, bro. Big, big Task at Hand also coined a new phrase. I think he's going to catch on. Broadway Barrett. He said, "That's Broadway Barrett. That might, that's kind of fire." Hashtag that on Instagram. Hashtag that on Instagram. Broadway Barrett. Broadway. Um, and then Daniel Clearview said, "Wall Street with the shots." Peyton reference. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, there's a lot of. It's weird. There's there's a lot of respect for Alfred Payton right now. I don't. I don't get it. I guess they oh, for, short memories because he was yeah, hard. Yeah, no respect. He was, <laughs> he was hard. Clip, clip all of Ed's Alfred Payton. <laughs> he stopped getting respect the se the second he cut his hair. Remember his hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then then they yeah. last lastly big task again said. Yes, and I hate it. We have we need to get back to smash mouth defense now. That's right. So, I mean, you know, I mean, 
the, the, the crowd is spoken. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if we need to. I think we just need regular defense. regular defense. We're so sleepy. Like. A little better defense. That's all we need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I like the way our offense is flowing. I wish we had like more back cuts, more picks, more yeah. pick and rolls and stuff like that. Uh, defense, we played like the 30th, you know, worst defensive team today. We weren't guarding the corner threes whatsoever, which I don't understand. <laughs> Either Mitchell Robinson's out and Nerlens the is in, or Julius Randle's out and Obi's in, because at least Obi's gonna hustle, even though he's not doing the best. He's gonna hustle. Man. He's coming out a little more. And, and he's not doing the best because they're not putting him in the best positions. Free. He's a, a running gun player, and we're playing half court. He's at the three point line. He can't shoot threes. I mean, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, right. NBA news, you know what I mean? Because honestly, we could dwell on these losses forever. But in the NBA, it's a it's a marathon. It's not you know it's not a race. It's a right. marathon. Right. You got to pick yourself up and you get to the next game. Um, die with every loss, yo. Nick fans die with every loss. Reach, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fucking melt. I melt with every loss. I like this. <laughs> no, listen, because you're a true fan. It's a true fan. That's what that's what I respect the most about Chad. It's true fandom. But going going around the NBA, I got some. I got I got a team that I want to ask you each about. Right? There's, there's three. There's three teams that I, I I'm I'm curious about, and I just wanted to get your thoughts. Um, Wall Street. I'm gonna start with you. Right, I want to see if you've been, if you've been, because you got yo, you got to look at all the ops. Got, you got to look at everybody. Everybody, yeah, 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 everybody yeah. can can come behind you and get you, yeah. man. You know, you got to yeah. treat this like the street. Any anybody's an op. You got to yeah. just, you know. So my my first my my well, team I wanted to present to you was Houston Rockets. They have they although they've lost, they've got some good guys on there, man. I mean. They've been losing, but they only lost to the Lakers by two. They've been playing well. They just, honestly, the team looks like they lack leadership, needless to say. Um, but they got they got a lot of young talent on that team. They got some high flyers. Jalen Green probably has one of the most amazing misses because that dunk he almost caught, oh, my God. Woo, it was scary. Scary hours. <laughs> but what are your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts yeah. on the Houston Rockets, Wall Street? I think you answered you answered it right there. There's no leadership, you know. But that's uh that's basically you know what 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 Philly looked like five years ago, what the Knicks looked mm-hmm. like three years ago, you know, um what Phoenix looked like four years ago, you know. And it's yep. it's actually it's actually one of my favorite things to watch, you know, because it oh it, it talks about it shows the growth in the league. It shows uh, that's why I think basketball is my favorite sport, you know, because just the exponential growth and and just skill level. I was thinking the other day, Absolutely. you know, you know, you know how many years the the the, the CBA was going on before alley oop was thrown. You know, you want to talk about '80s basketball versus today's basketball. We do think they do things today like euro steps and and you know things mm-hmm. that that weren't done in the past. You know, when Michael Jordan started throwing the fadeaway, he wasn't the first guy to throw a fadeaway, but he was the first guy to do it freaking ten times in a game. That added to the game. <laughs> Guys in the '70s, they never even seen a fadeaway. You know, I was thinking that that the first alley oop uh, probably looked like a penalty or something. You know, they probably would probably look <laughs> like 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 a travel, right? 
So, you know, so, so, so when you see teams like that, it just, it just shows the growth of the league. It shows the evolution of basketball. And I always look at the game like, man, what's next? What's going to happen next? I, I think, you know what guys are going to start doing now? They're going to start jumping from the three-point line on the fast break, but then laying it up. <laughs> get what I'm saying? They, I don't know if they're ever going to do that. But it's like things like that that I think of, you know, there's going to be, there's all this evolution to the game. It's yeah. so crazy, you know? So when you see teams like that, you're like, yeah, that's why the draft works so, so great because you could take a young team and lose, you know, year after year. And, you know, hopefully for Houston, it, the best thing that Houston could do now is continue to lose. You know, you don't want those, you don't want those young guys to, play middle of the pack basketball because then you're going to get stuck in the middle of the pack for many, many years. I wish that they would change the way that worked a little bit, but you know, but it works, you know, so, you know, shout out to Houston, you know, but I'm not worried about them as a Nick out in the West, a young team, you know, gotcha. but yeah, man, the, the, that, that's, if you, if you want to see a young team that, that, that has a future, then you watch some rocket games. Okay. Ed Dollars. I ain't got a Houston's team trash. <laughs> they're not gonna win five it's games a, this year. Uh, no, they're gonna win five games. They, uh, they, no, I no no no. I got I got a different I got a different question for you. Unless you right, want to add right. in some about Houston. But I just wanted to add that Houston was trash, and every young <laughs> team in the NBA plays just like them, and they always lose. Of course, of course. But they it's, leadership play John yeah. Wall. <laughs> John Wall's a CBA. Killer. They exiled John Wall. <laughs> He's a CBA. I boycott just on that that principle alone, and. Tillman Fertitta is a Republican, hardcore Republican. I can't mess with him, man. Oh, man. Houston's on the X list. So, Ed, I got a question for you. And I was, I was reading online about how the quote-unquote, the unwritten Harden, the, the unwritten Harden rules, how they've taken away the flimsy files and how players are talking about how that's improved the league, how it's improved play across the league. Um, and while it's hurt certain players like James Harden, Trey Young, quickly, um, quickly, quickly is another one. It's the 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 star players have, have continued to flourish. So they're you know like like Steph, Giannis, you know all guys that are still moving pendulum. So what are your thoughts? Do you feel like has played his league play this year been better, or do you feel like do you feel like that this they should have never really changed the rule. Like, what is your thoughts? It depends on your perspective. You know, um, points are actually down by six points. You know, last year, the average points per game were, I just read this earlier today. It was like 112. Today, it's like 106 or so. Um, and free throws are down. Yes. But to tell you the truth, those guys are manufacturing points by doing bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like flailing their heads or uh, on a fast break, stopping in front of the defender so the defender yeah. bumps into them causing yeah. a, a free throw um they got this thing called player you know movement of player you know freedom yeah. of, of movement so you don't want to restrict that at the same time you don't want to have any non-basketball activities and what the refs are trying to do is they're trying to put a stop to the non-basketball <laughs> activities flailing your head you know uh shooting threes going to your left <laughs> when that's impossible jumping into the man you know jumping backwards i'm all down for that kind of stuff you you gotta you gotta you got to reward the defense you know for the last five six, six years 
there was no reward for the defensive man. In fact, the reward was that they went to the free throw line and it wasn't like uh, and one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went from like 90s, early 2000s ball, which was heavy defense to this new new basketball, modern NBA spread out offense, uh, heavy threes where you blow on a man and, and they, you know, and that's a foul. So um, this is definitely going to affect some of the, 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 the better players like Trey young, like James Harden, you know, James Harden, it's affected him for the last five, six games. You know, he's starting to break out of that little slump. Maybe it has something to do with his, uh, his own physique. Uh, Trey young is still Trey young, but he's, you know, from his average, he's losing like six, seven points from his average. Um but do I think this is a good thing? I absolutely think it's a good thing. You got to reward the defense. You got to stop hunting for points. You got to you got to make your shots. You can't just be flailing your heads and trying to manufacture points. It's being slick instead of playing basketball. Um, I, I I like it. I think it it is it, it 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 makes the game better. All right, awesome, awesome, great take, Ed. Coach, <laughs> got a team for you, Coach. Uh, just to back off that. It's, um, it's, um, it's giving the defense something, you know, because the, the, uh, the, the league has taken a lot away from the defense with the hand check and things like that. So it just gives something back to the defense. Okay. Coach, give your thoughts on the Miami Heat this year who have smacked teams. Smacked. Funny. I mean – they they beat Milwaukee bad. They 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 are handing out. Guess who, guess who the Heat lost to? Who they lose to? The Pacers. Hey, hey. Jesus. It was like the second, third game of the season. So the Knicks but... are in good company. Um no. <laughs> yes, yes, and no. The Knicks should have should have did better. And uh Goga, bitch, whatever his name is, like yeah. I, I, I want him. He, he's a big box shot six he on the paces right now, but I want him. He on their bench, so he can play for us. He can come off our bench. <laughs> but what are your um, thoughts on Miami this year? Miami, despite um Kyle Lowry not starting off well, like they are figuring it out. Tyler uh, Tyler Hero is coming for all that um mm-hmm. bubble smoke because he had a, a interesting year. I want to. I don't, don't want to. It was trash, but I'm gonna just say it was an interesting year. And he's coming out like hot. And like coming off the bench full time, and like he just like he gets it. he understands his assignment. And like come in, let it fly, and like he's doing it to perfection. Bam, an amazing modern day center, so to speak of. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of Draymond as far as like being able to make certain passes, or like just like his size, like six nine, like two sixty, and like it's really a power you know, forward. You know, like yeah. Center. Well, like, yeah. four, like four or five yeah. assists per game, like mm-hmm. on top of the rebounds and like again playing guys tough. Like, yeah, like, he's how big you think you are, like good. he's gonna like he's gonna battle with you. So yeah, like, that's great. Good. And Jimmy, you know, he's having an MVP season. Like his numbers look amazing. Again, shout out to Chris Berkeley. Like guys that even spend like a couple weeks with Chris Berkeley look way better. Jalen Brown also works out with Chris Berkeley. Cole Anthony also work out with Chris Berkeley. And like all of them are having amazing seasons to start. Um, big shout out to Cole Anthony. Uh, I think Miami's great and they're going to be tough because they are comfortable with what they're doing. Jimmy is a great leader already in that sense. So they're not worried about where the vocal leadership yeah. is coming from. You know, like he'll put anybody in check. And Kyle, Kyle Lowry has always been like, um, Fred Van Fleet mentioned that it was kind of tough to play with him at times. But I think like Kyle Lowry has always been a good leader in that sense where like I understand that 
if you're a good wing, you're going to get it, but you're not going to be a small guard, you know, and try to outplay me because I'm good at what I do. So, like, definitely playing through the wings and they have, like, interchangeable pieces, man. Tough. Tough. They tough. Just to to add to that, you know, they got the number one defense in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Tyler Hero is a 20-plus per game scorer coming off the bench. And with those rule changes that you mentioned and and, and my question, they're taking full advantage of that. And they're like fucking people up on the defensive end, and they're 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 bringing it they're bringing it to players. So uh, the rule changes they know you know you know Pat Riley you know and 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 Spo they they really know how to kind of like strategize on a team by team basis. PJ Tucker's doing what PJ Tucker does. Hero looks like you know he he's trying to tell people that he's 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 an all star this year. Oh, man. I mean, it's, gonna be tough. it's funny because all the things you just mentioned that were kind of the things I had envisioned for the Knicks this year. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I mean, not, you know, not Tyler Hero, but, you know, obviously you're looking at like OB or quickly, maybe um, all the things that the Heat are encompassing right now. It's kind of like what, what I thought the Knicks would be. Yeah. Number one defense, you know, a better offense, not, not, you know, dead last, like mid you know, I, it's weird the turn that the Knicks have, have made. And I feel like Tibbs, it's, it's coming back to Tibbs because obviously he's the coach and he has to create the identity and, and keep the identity going. I don't know if, if, if people were just like, you know, oh, shoot the three, shoot the three, shoot the three. Yes, shoot the three, but shoot it when it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, and that's, and that's what's weird about the culture now. Every, everybody's just like, shoot the three, regardless. If you're open, just shoot it. And there's certain guys that just should not be shooting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot it when it makes sense. Shoot it within the flow. Don't just shoot it like, you know, like the only person that can shoot the three anytime is Steph Curry. That's it. He's the only guy. And maybe Dame Lillard. Those are the only two guys to me that get that have full impunity to just shoot the three. You come down, you think that's a great shot, shoot it. <laughs> You got to like really be smart about it. And the Knicks going away from what their identity truly is, is starting to catch up to them a little bit. Cause like, cause Ed, you made a great point. I didn't see the, I didn't see the Pelicans game, but I saw the reactions to the Pelicans game and everything you said was what was, what was spoken. The Knicks really didn't look like they really, they just were in the motions against the Pelicans. Knicks almost blew it against the Bulls. How the Knicks lose to Toronto? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm watching all the feedback from it. It's like, yo, OJ and Novi had 36. It's crazy. Right. I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when? When that happened? But, you know, it is it, the Knicks, the Knicks got to figure it out. And, of course, it's a young season, and they have plenty of time to kind of figure it out. But, you know, I think that, that I think Broadway Barrett, needs to <laughs> figure out you know i think i think but it's it's not just on 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 barrett you know i think the two the the, the two main guys num julius and barrett julius has to understand that he's the present but julius is the future but he's coming oh, into barrett's the present the barrett's the future i'm sorry barrett is coming into his own and he's got to True leaders will look will, will look at that and be like, you know what? I gotta let this man flourish. I gotta, i I can pick my shots. Yeah. Yo, you got paid already, man. Like, <laughs> you got your money. You got your money. Yeah. 
Yeah. Not about to get traded unless Obi really start going off. But you know, we got paid already. Just yeah. enjoy the ride. And, and why would they yo, trade? Yo, you? one thing, one one more thing about getting paid. How about Michael Porter Jr. getting two hundred twenty-five million and averaging like eight points a game? What's going on with hey, that? I don't know what happened. Another yeah. CBA killer. Okay. <laughs> I don't think the same thing. In, in you know February going into March, I, I think he's gonna find his groove, man. It's another man. another it CBA killer. Another, another C. You got a bunch of them. You got you got him. You got John Wall. You got uh your your man Simmons. You got. I mean, the woo. thing about it, Coach, I was thinking that because um, Jamal Murray's not in yet. Like he was gonna be the 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 focal point of the offense, and he's taking a lot of shots to be the focal point. But he he he's just playing bad, man. There's I don't a thing know. with modern basketball. It takes everyone too many dribbles to do whatever they want to do, man. Go go watch some Kobe film. Go watch some MJ film. Yeah. Oh, watch like, some MJ watch played some. in the triangle and average yeah. thirty, never to be seen again. Right, and it was passing. There wasn't a lot of dribbling. It was passing and cutting. <laughs> And they figured out ways how to get two guys to 25 plus. That's one of the, when you, the, the thing that Julius Randle got to do is he got to ask himself, how can I get mine and create the space for RJ Barrett to, cut, to get his? Like you get a lot more yeah. baskets if you run like this. <sighs> and we didn't talk about this, but Kemba has a little bit of fault too, man. Kemba's not the connector that the last three, four games, he hasn't been connected anything. In fact, he's been looking kind of whack out there. If I'm not um, bringing the ball up, what you want me to do? What you want me to do if I'm not bringing the ball up? Oh, <laughs> oh Ed, you got to be careful, man. The Bronx holds their own. Got to be careful. Y'all from the Bronx, too. 167, Grand Concourse, man. <laughs> well, don't, don't, don't think that I lived in Terrytown all my life, man. Do you ask the 22, Cardinal Hayes? For you, for the you, for the you. That's right. That's where you got that word fulcrum from. Gosh, <laughs> that's, right. that's a money word. That's a money word. I got you. In fact, fellas, great show tonight. Appreciate y'all. It was a great show. Hey, listen, man. It's gonna be. There's gonna be. You know. There's gonna be. Listen. I, it's gonna be a, a great winning streak coming up. Trust you. You know. We just gotta. You just gotta bear through this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, fellas, y'all, y'all did y'all did y'all thing tonight. Y'all are on the winning streak. Remember, and, if you win 50 games, you still gotta lose 32 games. There you go. There you go. It's right. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Shout out to Wall Street for figuring out how to put the backgrounds up finally. Yeah. Right, Wall. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Everybody, Wall Street. Everybody, check it out on wow. YouTube. <laughs> right? But definitely, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we have been surviving the Knicks, STK. Check sure. us out. You know, check out the replay on YouTube. We're on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Coach has been coaches, coach has been laying low, but he's still he's watching. Don't think coaches, don't think he ain't bring him at, at, at us, at us, please. That's right. Don't think, don't think he don't want the smoke. You know what I'm saying? Watch out, watch for Ed on on, on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Ed wants to smoke on Instagram just because he be chilling <laughs> doing the coaching duties. You know what I'm saying? Don't think he don't want it either. Catch us on I IG, want it. I want all of Twitter, it. YouTube. You know what I'm saying? We we outside, man. We outside for real. It's Coach B, Wall Street Heck, Ed Dollars. I've been just Heck. Episode 12. Appreciate y'all for coming oh, out. Tell them it's, it's SDK. Announce your own collaboration coming up. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, tomorrow, 
the premieres of Just Another Podcast with uh, Sex on Shuffle. It's a limited edition um, series that's coming out. Um, you know, check it out. It, you know, it'll it'll be on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, it'll be out. Um, we got some interesting, got some dope topics coming out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm checking it out. But but definitely check out STK surviving the mix. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, STK baby. STK for real. Like I said, have a great night. For real, Nick fans. Sleep tight Keep for real, Nick fans. Till next Peace week. Peace out. Till next Bye, week. Bye, boys. Yo. Peace. Later.